106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Corwin from JC's British and 4x4 with us today. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Fran, hang tight. We'll get right to you. I want to remind everybody, though, that uh, Christmas is a week from today. And we will not be here Christmas Day, of course. We'll all be you know, having fun and celebrating with our families. Uh, also, though, for a lot of you that look for that hard-to-find gift for someone, especially those guys in the automotive world where, you know, maybe they do some off-roading or in general just have a truck or whatever. If there's a gift you've thought of getting them or you don't know what to get them, drop by Jeff at JC's British and 4x4. There's a full showroom of things there and ideas and or gift certificates, which I'm sure Jeff can accommodate you with if need be to where if you don't know exactly what to get, just get a gift certificate and that special someone can buy what they want later. Absolutely. Right? Yep. We used to do that a lot at Christmas time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you never know what to get the Well, and you guys are open between Christmas and New Year's. We are. Which, again, if you get a certificate given to you on Christmas Day from JC's British and 4x4, guess what? Monday morning, you can roll on down there, because a lot of folks have that week off. You can roll on down and decide what you want to get, and... In his world, the warehouses and suppliers, now keep in mind, there's supply chain issues everywhere, even on Jeff's side. But point being, things can be ordered and taken care of even on that Monday if you got a certificate on Saturday. Yep. That's how it works. And we'll special order whatever you need. Piece of cake. And again, it doesn't have to be just a Land Rover. Jeff can supply and find things for literally any vehicle that's on the road today. Yeah. For the most part. I think so. Yep. There's no. There's a lot of old, old stuff. But you know, I, yeah. you know, I, I shouldn't say that. Jeff works on a lot of old Land Rover stuff that you would be surprised at. You know, some of the stories I listen to where it comes to him finding parts for some of this old stuff. Trust me, if he can find it for some of these old Rovers, he can find it for your vehicle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not we hard. Had, we had an interesting one where we had to track down a, a shifter for an old series truck, and the only new old stock in the world was out of some guy in Italy, and he had it. It was awesome. So. There you go, folks. You, if you're looking for that hard-to-find you know, person to buy for, something you want to get a hold of, again, JC's British and 4x4, they can take care of you. And so you don't have, if you're driving and you don't have to write numbers down and so on, just remember that, that name. Or just go to the website, drive- or drive-radio.com. Click on Jeff's link there. He's under the sponsor page. It's really easy. Piece of cake. So there you go. Yeah. And, and when you stop in... And say hi. Make sure you told them that you were listening to us on Saturday as well. Fran in Denver, you're up. Hey, yeah, uh, I got a 2000 Chevy Metro, about 158,000 miles on. I've kept up on and everything, alignment, tire, brakes on. And uh, what they did was they said that uh, first it was to have a lifetime alignment agreement that they always do. And they said, oh, it's the left tie rod and, you know, so I thought, you know, I, I don't know. I, so I stopped in at uh, uh, Midas, and they checked it and said, no, it doesn't need it. 
I checked it myself now, and I don't know. I guess when you, you, you're just supposed to, you know, jack up the car if you do it at home, and you just turn from uh, left to right a little bit to see if there's any play. But every no, time on, I on, on, it, on checking the steering, Fran, it's the opposite. You would not want to take any load off of the front end. You would want it on the ground. You would have somebody turn the wheel back and forth slightly while you're looking underneath with a flashlight to see if there's any looseness in the steering at all. But, no, you want the steering loaded, unloaded. You won't find anything. Oh, okay. So not well, jacked up. You want it on the ground. Wheel, yeah, on the ground. That's what I did that first. When I turned the steering wheel on the ground, it, it just turns at the same time every time, you know. Now, how much play is allowable like they used to have? Not that, much. From, yeah, do you know what the degree or how much? Oh, very, very little. If you're, if you're moving the wheel and nothing else is moving, we have a problem. Yeah, right. No, it, but... Uh, I guess I'd have to come out there to your shop at Extreme Auto Care. Where is that out in Parker? Extreme is off of Dransfeld Road, so Lincoln and Dransfeld, Fran. Oh, I know where Lincoln is. I just was okay. Yeah, they're just south of Lincoln on Dransfeld on the uh, east side of the road on Dransfeld. Okay, because I took it into some other place, and he says now it's both tie rod in. Now take it in there and have him check it for you. Okay. All right, Fran. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas, by the way. Appreciate it. Mike in Highlands Ranch, you're next. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. Mike, thanks for Um, calling. As always, Merry Christmas to you, by the way. You too. Um, Hey, 2012 Ram 1500, 100,000 miles, hasn't had the shocks changed or springs. And on the ranch road now that we've got it on, 11 miles of absolute brutal washboard, and it just beats you to death. Is there a shock or a way I can soften it up or a, a new shock we can put on that dampens and maybe springs that, that are a little softer? Because it, it's unbelievable. Uh, ye- yes and no. It, first off, at 100K, okay, yeah. as, at 100K, as you know, you're probably yeah, needing yeah. to do something anyways. Now, when we yeah, say, right. you know, harsh versus soft, and this is where I'll let Jeff even chime in a little bit, that's – how do I want to say that, Jeff? I think there's some some mis – how do I want to say this? Labeling is not the word I'm looking for. But basically, there's a misunderstanding on what the difference between, sh- you know, soft – versus hard it as far as ride quality on those types of road goes where i'm going with this mike is if you've got soft enough suspension where everything's hitting the bump stop on a regular basis well that's where that stiff ride comes in and in that case you actually need stiffer suspension to make it ride better than what it currently is now so it's sort of the opposite thinking if you would does that make sense yo no i i agree it does make sense and let me throw out some of my thoughts I said, okay, I'm not so sure that what we need is a better dampening system, uh, maybe an oil shock or an air or a gas shock. I said that obviously they're shot. I mean, the, and probably the leaf springs too. And, and the shocks are shot, as you well pointed out. So I don't know if we want to go back to just the factory stock ones. I'm wondering if there's probably a better not. dampening probably system. Not. Um, and, 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 and by the way, you, just again, you, as I said earlier, even though Jeff's at JC's British and 4x4 and they typically do the Land Rover end of things, his better half drives a Ram. Yep, so he, he So he's got a lot right. of experience up this alley as well, Mike, so I'll let him handle this one. 
Yeah, and, and you're definitely right. spot on with the the dampening of the shocks being the uh, the go to, right? Because you got to figure your springs are really yep. there to to support the weight and support the ride height that you're after, but your shocks are really what does everything for controlling yes the vehicle over the the, the different Good terrain. Way to say that, yes, um, and yeah, definitely. And I I get it. I'm I could be on the bump stops. I don't disagree. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, you know. Kind of being into the off-road side of that I, that I'm into, um, you see a lot of very high-quality shocks in the aftermarket now. You know, multiple-stage yes. dampening, uh, travel-dependent like dampening. Almost, Mike. I mean, yeah. literally, what what do you like best for you? Mm-hmm. And then Jeff can kind of tailor, you know, what brands and what types of shocks are out there that best fit that. But it kind of comes down to, you know, I should say shoes versus socks. You know, what type of a, of a shoe do you like wearing? What's the comfort level? What are you doing with the shoe? Mm-hmm. Where are you walking? Where are you going? Are you, you know, hiking? Or are you just going to work and back? It's very sure, much sure. the same way. It really is. really is. And it's yeah. kind of infinite well, how far you can go with things. Exactly. Yeah, no, and I kind of figured that's why I called, because in this day and age, I know you can get all kinds of dampening suspension setups and adjustability. And is there, Jeff, what's your what's your number over there? And I'll just call you directly, and we can kick it around. Sure, sure. So main shop number is 720-227-9118. Okay. Um, definitely on something like this, it's, you know, it's, it's outside of a lot of our general day-to-day maintenance and repair so reaching out to me directly would be really good um you can email me personally at jeff at jcbritish.com and we can kind of start a report back and forth and really dial in exactly what you need and, and want that sounds great and and maybe we can drag it down there i recognizing that you are a british guy um having a ram 1500 in the shop other than your wife's is probably uh, okay, I would assume. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we we've we've got plenty of plenty of uh, employees and customers that have you know have Ram trucks and you know I've I've uh, besides specializing in the British stuff just because I I find it unique and interesting and fun. I've been a been a truck guy and a and a yep. Jeeper in the past. So there's they there's no uh, yeah there, there there's no there's really no brand stigmatisms no. out there. I no. just enjoy the British stuff because it's a little different and weird and. Yeah. I happen to fit it and find oh, I, it comfortable. <laughs> I used to uh, I used to own a '74 Mini, and I won two Concours, uh, uh, first place in, in British Concours with it. Loved the heck out of that car, but you talk about hard to find parts. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. So you were up at the <laughs> uh, the British Conclave up in uh, Arvada in the years past, then. Oh, it, this has been thirty years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. He, Easily thirty years ago. Yeah, I'm I'm seventy one now. My my days of showing concourse cars are. <laughs> I, I I like drive I like driving the cars I have like I stole them, mm-hmm. and I love listening to your show. And I'm kind of an Mike, audio and, and, and by the way, as on the flip side, you're a great resource to us as well. You're one of those listeners that sends me stuff on a regular basis, and I use it, and I appreciate it very much. Well, thank you. Listen, I'll let you fellas go, but Thanks, Jeff, Mike. I'll give you a jingle. Appreciate it very right. much. Well, I, you, I really do. Very I appreciate good. all you do for us, Mike. One line open, by the way. Uh, Jerry and Randy, hang tight. We'll come right back. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8 10 and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM 
720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Almost 20 years ago, we chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center for our pet's care, and it was one of the best decisions we've made. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know this is one of the busiest times of the year for all of us, but don't forget your pets. They still need their checkups, and preventative care is the best thing you can do for your pet's overall health. Whether your pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are key to caring for your pet's health. Depending on their age, your preventative care visit may involve other concerns, including vaccinations, diet and weight management, microchipping, medications, spaying and neutering, house training, and behavior. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, their goal is to take the time to get to know your pet and address any questions or concerns you may have about their care. And don't forget, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has all your pet's needs covered dentistry, dermatology, eye care, orthopedic care, pain management, along with full grooming and boarding and pet training services, all at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Call them today, 303-708-8050, and check out the great blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. 
All right, we're back. Yes, a week of Christmas music you'll hear, uh, at least on my shows for this week, because I don't do it any more than a week. Not because I'm against it. It's just you hear it everywhere else. So, yeah, we'll do it for a week. I'm always looking for, like, kind of alternative Christmas music, you know, stuff that's done by... the norm. I'm with you. Thank you. Yes. But Merry Christmas to everybody. We appreciate you listening very much. One line open, 303-477-5600. One thing I didn't get out yet is the question of the day. Which is, this is sort of car-related, sort of not, but since it's Christmas time and a lot of you will be, you know, have some time hanging out, family, you'll be able to do different things. Depending upon what the weather's like, you may be stuck inside. Uh, that is, what is your favorite car movie or movie with cars? Okay, let us know what that is. 303-477-5600. So favorite car movie or a movie with cars. Either one. We haven't done this one, by the way, for a very, very long time. Larry and I talked about this last week. We figured going into the holiday, this would be a good one to talk about. So and it would be a good one on that front. It would be favorite car movie with like prototype cars or cars that were mm. never actually made production. So we were actually just thinking about it, just talking yes. about it at work this yes. week. Yes. The Wraith with Charlie Sheen had that Chrysler prototype display vehicle that actually became a, uh, I think it was a NASCAR. Yeah. Pace car. Pace car. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Okay, so that's the kind of stuff we're looking for. So that's the question of the day. Jerry and Bertha, you're next. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, yeah, uh, glad to be on your show. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, uh, as far as the movie goes, my favorite is probably uh, Heart Like a Wheel, the Shirley Muldowney story. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so uh, my question is, my wife has a 2012 Acadia. Okay. And on the message board, it says service airbag. Okay. Okay. Uh, I took it to the dealership, and that was the main reason we took it in, but uh, it was close to service, so I said, well, go ahead and give it the works, and they said, he said, we'll do the 60,000-mile check on it and check everything out. And so we picked it up, and uh, the message light was you know, was off and everything, and she strove it now for a couple of days, and it come back on yesterday. So I was wondering if you have any idea what that might be. Is Is that a replacement on the bag, or... You know, it's really hard to say. Um, did your diagnostics from the dealership give you any details as far as what they found? Um, no, not really. Uh, I just said, check the airbag, and that's all it said. So, And it, I thought everything was fine, but I guess obviously it's not. Yeah. So I no. just kind of get one of your guys that if I light, If the it. light's on, something in the system is not functioning properly, and... To Jeff's point, somebody just has to go through and diagnose that and find out what's going on. And despite what a lot of the even, you know, forums will say out on the Internet and so on, there is no standard as to what causes these lights to go on. As much as a lot of folks will say, oh, yeah, I found this on mine. Well, that may very well have been the case on theirs, but it may not very well be what's going on with yours. So without diagnosing it, it's hard to say. Uh, You think it might be a sensor or something or... Well, who knows? I could guess. be. It really could. I mean, it really could be just about anything. I mean, the airbag modules themselves, yes, they can fail, mm-hmm. right? And they're usually covered by like a hundred thousand mile warranty um, on the module okay. itself or the airbag itself. But wiring okay. are, is definitely a possibility. Different models, different vehicles have different issues. Clock ring in the steering wheel can be an issue. Correct. Connectors can be an issue. You name it, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I've been around cars a while. So I mean, that's a ten. At this point uh, now, that's a ten-year-old vehicle, roughly, and you know, depending yeah. upon you know condition. And honestly, it doesn't. Sometimes it has nothing to do with that. It's just 
things happen. It, it mm-hmm. may not be anything yeah. specific to even you and your environment. <laughs> it's just yeah. something that's happened. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that really well. <laughs> but anyway, I just thought if you guys had any ideas, so that's kind of what I was thinking. Who knows what it is? Uh, I was just kind of disappointed it, that they didn't service or didn't really give me a they I'm should. I mean, because the lights, I'm assuming the light's on now, right? Yeah, you said it came back yes, on. Okay, yes. so there's a code yes. there. They could have given you the code, and off of that, that's how we start. You know, again, just speaking of problem, because other things can contribute to the code coming on, but that's the starting point always. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And on the flip well, side, well, they checked it. They cleared the code. It didn't immediately come back. It wasn't a hard fault. So... You know, honestly, it was actually good that they didn't try to sell you a repair off of something that wasn't a hard True. fault. That's a good point, too. The communication yeah. Yeah. of what the fault that had occurred, the fact that it didn't come they back during given their you testing. That. Yeah. And th- this yeah. is always a challenge I see with, with diagnostic is. notes and the stuff that reaches a consumer. Yeah. Right. yeah they, what, what they should have yeah, said, what? Jerry, was we found this code. We did clear it. It did not come back. Let's wait and see if anything you know like this comes back again. We now know what that initial code was. We'll be looking for that again in the future. So if the light comes back on and it's the same code, again, that's our starting point. They should have at least given right. you that. Right. Yeah. I was well. You know, I've traded with them for quite. It's uh, Davison Gebhardt and Loveland. And they so, should. Th- by the way, uh, those records. Trust me, those records are there in the computer. Ask. Yep. They're yeah. there. Trust me. That, the the technician at a dealership has written down and put in the computer what that code was. Trust me. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll find out. I guess. And so, if they and if he guys. and if he didn't, Jerry, shame on him. By the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jerry. I appreciate. It. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus at a dealership or anywhere else, but Jeff knows what I'm talking about. I mean, a, a good technician has plugged in, is looking at oh, you know, blah 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 came up whatever that code happens to be. And they're typically either putting it into a tablet or they're writing it down, okay? Either or. It depends on how the system works in the shop. And even sometimes if it's all electronic, some technicians, I'm one of those, would write it down just because it's easy to have kind of a notepad of, here's what I've written down. I'll transfer that into the computer as I need to. But I'm going to yep. just – it's faster for me to just write it down than it, to have, mm-hmm. than it even is to have the pad sitting next to you. So I'm going to write down what the code is. So trust me, somebody some, – and, and if they didn't, if they just said, oh, here's the code, I'm going to clear it, well, then he's a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. Just being honest. If, if that's what the technician did, he's a knucklehead. Record what you found before you clear a Thank fault. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. That's the, that's what I was actually looking for. So if your technician doesn't do that, we have a problem. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Because the next time it occurs, now it's like starting from scratch. Duh. Yes. Yep. And yep. that's what we don't want. We've already got a known problem. Let's figure out what it is moving forward. Right. You don't know what that is if you didn't write it down. So. Yep. Anyways, uh, that's a little bit of how the internals of an auto shop, even a dealership, should work. And if it isn't, folks, yeah, you got to go find somebody else to help you with that. And, and again, a dealership on a 2012, if they're not looking to handle that in that way, uh, there's other places we'll send you. Let's just say that. Randy and Lyman, you're up. Hey, uh, last week someone called in about that Corvair wagon. Yeah. I did see it on the Channel, channel 33 auction. It is a unique-looking car. But one that they, I haven't seen one yet. The guy in the neighborhood had one, a 60-ish Barracuda. I don't know. I don't know if it was fastback or hatchbacks. I don't know if it, if it opened up or not. But you never see those. Those they're pretty unique. You do not see those hardly. I mean, you don't see too many Corvairs, period, anymore. Thank God. Sorry. No, 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 no you Corvair lovers. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the oil question. Uh, I know everybody wants to save a little money and stretch everything out. Uh, is, is it am I throwing my money away or not? 
when I'm changing a synthetic oil on 3000, I know that's granny oil, regular filter. But if you read your manual and you even read the oil bottle, it says just because you're buying this good crap, whether it's Amsoil oil or what, don't be extending your oil stuff. I'm looking at the other side of the fence without the money that, okay, I change it every 3000, but I had better protection. And, and so let me answer that money, so that I don't confuse other listeners. So this is unique to each person each vehicle, right. each engine in that vehicle, and that's why guys like Jeff at the shops really dial in who you are, how are you driving, what are you driving, where are you driving, all those different things yep. can contribute to how long are we going to go on an oil change. But with all that being said, yes, synthetic oil will go longer in between intervals if you're using a high-quality filter. So despite yep. what that oil, you know, despite what that disclaimer on the bottle says, that's an incorrect yeah. disclaimer, by the way, because, yes, with synthetic oil, you can extend the oil change well, interval. Yeah, I know people want to sell their oil. I mean, I understand that. I looked at them, well, okay, change it early, better protection. But, you know, again, you know, if I'm, if I'm running a Castrol or a Mobile One or something full synthetic and I got a Napa Platinum or a Royal Purple filter, I mean, I should be able to get 5,000 miles. You can go 5,000. Typically on most vehicles, rule of thumb is at least 5,000 miles. Very few that you can't go 5,000 miles on. Okay, I just I just wanted to clear it up because by the book, you know, you know, change it. But of course, you want to sell their oil naturally. That's the, yes, yeah. they do. And on the flip side, all the manufacturers and the EPA are trying to stretch their intervals. Yes. Um, yeah. So I look at like there's a happy medium between exactly. between that somewhere, yep. and that's. Yep. Really, again, and, I, and Randy, and I'll let you go because we're up against a break here. But, you know, great okay. question, by the way. Merry Christmas, Randy. But, no, Jeff, you just said it well. You've got one extreme, which is you know, the EPA and even the manufacturers because they can lower the overall cost of ownership right. by extending those yep. things out. You've got the oil company that wants to sell oil. By the way, neither one have bad intentions, but somewhere in the middle of that lies the real answer as to when should you actually change oil on a vehicle, right. in my opinion. And Again, even on old vehicles where they've got, you know, I know Randy's got a, a particular vehicle that's got a straight six, the old four-liter straight six. Awesome engine. I, I, yeah, yeah and, I've, and I've been around that vehicle for literally 30, 40 years now, depending upon how far back you go. I mean, that straight six configuration was around clear back in the 70s from mm -hmm. Jeep. So the reality is if you put full synthetic with a high-quality filter, can you go 5,000 miles on that engine? Yes. Yeah, easily. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. Yes. Would I go more than that? Probably not on that engine. I probably wouldn't go any longer than that. But could you go that far on that vehicle? Absolutely. You know, I guess what I'm trying to think of, Jeff, is more of outside of really old cars, are there any vehicles that would require a 3,000-mile, you know, three-month oil change interval with full synthetic? And frankly, I can't think of a one. Not the vehicle. It would, be, it would depend on how you drive the vehicle. Yeah. Are you racing? Are you doing, right. all, yeah, are you doing all these other sorts of things? But just typically normal Everyday driving, you guys going back and forth to work and doing the things that you do, even if you're going to the mountain skiing and so on. I can't think of a vehicle, the majority of what's on the road today, that would need a three-month, 3,000-mile oil change interval. I can't think of one. If you look at the average age of the fleet being 13, 14 years of age or so, folks, the majority of those even came with synthetic oil from the get-go and had a higher interval back then. So there's very yep. few vehicles that don't meet the, re you know, don't meet the description of right. what we're talking about. Yeah. So... Now, I would say, I mean, the vast majority of vehicles out there, I think a 5,000-mile interval is plenty. You look at the new vehicles out there, right? They're, the manufacturers are specifying oil changes in the twelve to 20,000-mile range, which yeah. is unbelievable. I would not do that. And on, the, on the, the flip side with that, yeah, it's potentially you can get away with it for one or two oil changes when the car is brand new, maybe. But the complexity of the new engines That's is right. so high That's right. that you're so much better off 
erring on the cautionary side. And, you know, for me, I'm doubling the oil changes on my new Defender. They wanted 21,000 miles yeah. on the initial oil change. What, no you got, way. like, 7,500 or so miles, roughly? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's Again, that's pretty much what we hear. We, we're kind of that 5,000 to 7,500-mile interval. There's exceptions to that. Big diesels, where they've got 12, 14-quart capacities. Can you go 10,000 miles on, a, on an interval on one of those? Absolutely, you yep. can. So, again, there are exceptions to that, and that's why— you, you guys will hear, you know, us, me, everybody here that answers the, the questions on Drive Radio. When you ask, how long should I go? First questions we always ask, what are you driving? Mm-hmm. Where are you driving? What engine's in it? We ask a lot of questions, which, by the way, your provider who's doing oil changes for you should be doing the same thing. If not, you need a different provider. Because if they're just blanketing three months, 3,000 miles, no matter what, they're not doing you the right service. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, and there's such a variation, like you said, with the big diesels holding 12, 14 quarts plus. You know, a lot of SUVs are holding, you know, 7, 8, 10 quarts. And then you get into the little teeny cars that, you or know, four. four or less. Right? And it all depends on how you drive it. So Great point. Great line. It all depends. Yes. You ever talk to a lawyer, unless <laughs> you're already paying them, and even then, the answer is it depends. That's right. That's the that's world the we answer. live in. That's a, that's a great one. All right, we're up against a break. Steve, I know you got a question along these lines. I want to give you plenty of time as well, so hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success. Happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long term. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. It's that time of the year. The holidays are fast approaching and you want to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever old man winter throws at us. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for the holidays and for winter. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles and specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they sell tires, and Cooper tires are sold to you at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get your vehicle ready for winter. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com 
or call 303-841-1071. That's 303-841-1071, Extreme Auto Repair. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, real quick, chipmunks. This was a 45 when my brother and I were young that we probably wore out when we were kids. We had a little record player. We had a 45. Thank you for that, Charlie. It brings back some great memories. We literally at Christmas time would we'd wear that 45. And for you young kids, you can text me on what a 45 is. Well, I'll 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 I'll, I'll kind of trump you one. The Chipmunks regular full-size album was my first record that I ever You're bought. You're kidding me. Nope. Really? Nope. I was like, I don't know, oh, 8 that's or awesome. something. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Probably late 70s, that early awesome. 80s was my first record was a Chipmunks album. That's cool. That brings back good memories. Thank you, Charlie, for that. Steve in Westminster, you're next. Hey, Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas to you, Steve. Hey, we uh, had to buy a used car in this market, which I'm It's tough I'm right still... now, so congratulations, by the way. Yeah, well, we, we had to. It's a, it's a 2017 Lexus NX200T. Okay. That's all right. Good uh, car. Yeah, it's a good car. It's GDI and turbo. Yes, it is. Um, you know, the manual, this is something that your guys should do. The maintenance manual is incomplete. It doesn't tell you everything you need to do. Uh, but there is something coming up at 40000 on this one. Um, change the spark plugs. Um, and with the GDI, should you consider doing a BG fuel? Every oil change on a GDI, you should be doing the engine performance restoration, 44K, and then whatever other routine maintenance, the, you know, the manual or even your maintenance schedule. And when I say your maintenance schedule, you know, again, back to what we talked about before the break, a shop will give you some specifics as to what you're doing, what you're driving. And real quick, folks, let me give you an example of some of this and why you'll hear shops vary from what even the dealerships are doing. Transmission services. 
Most dealerships and the OEMs will tell you that it needs little to no service on the transmission end of things. They'll go the 100K plus. But if you go out anywhere, Steve, on any of the forums, YouTube, a lot of these guys that are transmission experts, and I've watched a lot of them lately just to learn more about what's going on with the new modern, you know, 10 speeds, 8 speeds, and so on. And what they will tell you all, Steve, is the factory is wrong. These are guys even working at dealerships. The factory's wrong. Yes, they do, in fact, need serviced far more than what the dealership and or the the manufacturer will ever tell you. And in some cases, some of these transmissions need serviced every 30,000, 40,000 miles. I'd have to look yours up specifically to tell you, but... I know on some of the 10-speed Chevy trucks, for example, they're telling you they'll go 100K without a service. They need service at about 40. Well, my, my maintenance manual does not mention changing mm-hmm. the transmission fluid there you go. unless yeah. you're doing towing or you got a car topper. There you go. Which mm-hmm. I thought was, was uh, very so. So let me ask, in, in that you know normal highway road, no off-road stuff, how often should the transmission uh, be changed? I was thinking 90K, but... No, half that. 4550K. 4550, okay. Yeah. Well, you can look well, into it, and I like to reach out to this, and it might be hard with different, depending on the, the manufacturer, but, um, for example, ZF is a manufacturer yes. of automatic transmissions. Probably 80% for, of for, them on the market. Right, huge percentage. The manufacturers, Ford, Chevy, Land Rover, whatever, will give their own number for the service interval for that transmission. But if you reach out, if you look at what ZF suggests, they're usually ah. half, maybe maybe a third of what the menu, of what the car manufacturer suggests because the mm-hmm. the builder of the transmission, want, you know, they don't they just want to kind of make show off how long that transmission is going to last. Or at least that's that's that, my in my no, mind no, how I they look you're at exactly it. Right. That's exactly Where right. Where the vehicle manufacturers want to show low cost ownership, they want to yep. you know they call things fill for life. Well, as far as they're concerned, the service life of a vehicle's it's warranty life. You know, so yeah. they they'd be happy to see the transmission fail 5 seconds after the warranty's over because they're either going to sell a new car or sell a brand new transmission and get the service work from it. Where, you know, I look at it from independent shops and good dealerships, they want to have a customer for life. They want to support you and your vehicle for how you want to use your vehicle and and help you, you know, maintain and enjoy the vehicle for as long as you want to maintain and enjoy that vehicle. Now, I will tell you that on even a... The, the listing on our aftermarket sites, which, again, they take a combination of everything Jeff just said, by the way, and they'll put a, a list together for your specific vehicle. It's the baseline, by the way, for what most shops will use. And we've got, you know, uh, Mitchell, all data and so on. But in the Mitchell side of the fence at that at the 30K mark, they're telling you to, again, inspect all of the things that you typically would inspect, do a transmission or sorry, a transfer case fluid service at 30k which in your case probably has not been done and then at 40k i would recommend you do the transmission service as well and again you're you're right at that well and i'm trying to give her you know a plan right going Mm -hmm. forward because this isn't going to be here and the amount of misinformation is unbelievable let me ask you about the the bg bg does have a gdi fuel system is that something that you would consider? I would probably, uh, here, here again, 
if from a very new standpoint, which you're fairly new, granted you're 40K, but the way I would do it is if you've got a newer vehicle that's GDI and we're able to do the EPR and the 44K every oil change, the need to do that other service diminishes because you're keeping up on your maintenance on a regular basis anyways. Now, in your case where you've gone 40K, you don't know the history, you don't know the type of fuel that's been run. And by the way, all of what I just said, caveat is, with top-tier gasoline, not yep. the cut rate. Yep. You know, I'm going to go down the street because it's $2.50 and we have no idea what additives are in it or I'm buying it from the supermarket or whatever. No, no, no. I'm talking high-quality fuel. If you're doing that, using the other BG products throughout – Yes, you're going to minimize that other service. In your case, though, I like starting with a baseline. In your case, I would be looking at coolant, brake fluid. We already know the transfer case needs to be serviced. You're getting close to needing the transmission serviced. I would probably go ahead and do the GDI service that BG has to start that baseline. Now we know that in her world, she's going to be pretty good up until about that 90K mark. Right, right. Is the... uh fuel system is that a diy thing or it is not uh, that, that is a system is that they that they use through the shops okay well i i had uh, we got one of those no no wait, let me back up sorry sorry the epr and the 44k anybody that knows how to do an oil change can do that themselves the other fuel injection service is done you know that's a professional service by the shops let me say that correctly now yeah. now bg has a a cleaner and then the, the EPR is the thing that you put in after the oil change, right? Before, Before. the oil change. Yeah. Dur- Actually, during. Okay, okay, let, me, okay. let, me, let me say that correctly as well. Yeah. It's at the time of the oil change. You put EPR right, in right. on a cold to lukewarm engine. You let it warm up to operating temperature 10, 15 minutes. Then, at idle, then you take all that old oil out and put new oil in. So it's an at-the-time-of-service product right. is what it is. right. And the MOA is the thing that you would put in and leave it in there. That's Correct. done. That add, right? That's added to the new oil. Yep. Okay. Okay. EPR and 44K. And and you do the 44K with the GDI instead of the the BG GDI. Either one's fine. Doesn't matter which one you're okay. going to use. It doesn't make any difference. One's formulated a little bit differently, and they've come out with that other product just for the GDI engines. But they've also redesigned 44K to accommodate the GDI engines and the new fuel as well. Gotcha. Okay, so that's okay. A, that's a safe. So you're safe, safe either okay. way. Okay, we'll get get a good baseline. Um, yeah, and, and you, got, you guys that are all listening, you know, please, you know, listen. To me. I'm not trying to, you know, get Steve you to just spend, you know, extra money or more money than you need to. But I also know when you're buying a used car that you don't know the full history on, you don't know how it's been maintained up to this point. I am one of those guys where if you're going to have a used car, start fresh, know exactly where you're at moving forward. I think your longevity down the road, and given what these prices are bringing on these cars, and I don't see them going down much in the future. By the way, I think getting a good baseline is the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Got to drive the wheels off of it. So take care of it. Yep. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Steve, thank you. That was a great general question that I hope we were able to you know, kind of fill in the blanks for a lot of folks that are listening. But, you know, Jeff, again, I'm just one of those guys where unless you know the person you bought it from has done all those things, mm-hmm. which unless it's somebody that you're buying it from like you or me uh, or, you know, another family member where you know all the history – the dealer that's selling it, even though they've maybe gone through their quality control inspection, they don't know when the coolant was changed. They don't know if the brake fluid's ever no, been serviced. None of, the, none of the records out there from a single source are going to be truly 100% accurate. No. Right? You look at stuff like 
Carfax, great information, very, very limited. Because right? it's only getting what somebody's feeding it. Pretty much. And the way that that system interprets different operating Good systems. Good point. Good point. You know, it, it leaves things open. That's a great point. I didn't even think. Right? Okay, and, let me hold that thought. We need yeah. to explain that when we come back. Oh, sure. Because that's a little bit more depth. And we've never talked about that on air. So, guys, hang tight. We're going to get a little bit more explanation on what you see on Carfax, how it gets there, and where some of that may not be 100% accurate. We'll come back and talk about that. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a oil every thousand miles. Why? Beat the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod for its total value? Do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year? Paul Lewinberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry. American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you. Chrome stands for 
classic antique or modern classic, hot rod or street rod, replica or kit car, original unrestored, modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4 with me today. Merry Christmas to everybody, by the way. Appreciate y'all listening. And we were talking before we left that last segment about Carfax. So, Jeff, you brought up a great point, something we've never really even gotten into depth on. We've, we've sort of touched the surface on Carfax and how some of that reporting works and so on, but we've never really delved into it. Yep. The floor is yours. Go for it. All right. So... Well, obviously, from the perspective of a of a repair shop, um, to, for me to receive basic Carfax information, I've you know basically when you sign up with them, you're, you're most of the shop software systems offer integration. Um, so by me su- submitting my information for our customer services, uh, it allows me to review or view customers' basic mechanical history submitted to Carfax. It does not include stuff like the vehicle ownership history, um, you know, title work stuff, any accident claims. So it's very it's limited on that perspective. It's also limited in how it the, their system interprets what's been entered in from a service shop's database or, or you know. So if an advisor types in that we're going to do uh, a sixty thousand mile vehicle service. Uh, it, and if it, if that aligns with a factory interval service, it should show that the service has you know been done. But what it doesn't really recognize is did we do the full service? Did we do a partial service? Uh, the individual parts on that service may not get reported. And if it was typed in in a different way, if it just you know if the advisor just typed in the car happened to be at sixty thousand miles and we did a general inspection, it may show up yeah. as a different. That's a great point. You know, point. We've never we've never re- really even talked about that. So, Keep in mind, folks, it's that old computer garbage in, garbage out. Right. So if an advisor anywhere through this chain, it, it could be uh, insurance companies are typically really good at doing their end of it, so it's not going to come out of the insurance or the licensing registration end of it. But anything that is done. Collision or mechanical, everything Jeff, Jeff just said is spot on because it really comes down to that person inputting onto that repair order, that invoice, what was done, then flowing up to Carfax right. after the fact. Right. And so Carf- I, I got I to one point really commend Carfax for the back-end data analysis that they have to do to correlate things. Good point. It's really a lot of work for them to get this done yes. to, for things to be reasonably – um, uh, accurate, I guess is the word I'm after. Um, you know, because you, you say, oh, okay, well, I did a water pump. All right. Well, there's a bunch of stuff that goes in with doing a water pump job. They're looking for key, you know, they're doing keyword analysis. They're looking at, you know, the, the vehicle write up. And, but if you just did service cooling system as a labor op and you put a water pump on the car, will their system? recognize that you put a water pump on the car and you just wrote it up as a terminology of cooling system service 
who knows? It's a great point. So no, that's a great someone, point. Someone from Carfax, they could probably, you know, they probably could give us some great information as far as how their analytics work, which would be really nice. But to they know. can only analyze what they get, correct? And how they get it, right? To and your point. And I guess to my point, what I'm saying is, Carfax, when you sign up as a service shop to submit to Carfax, it's not like they send us information saying. We need this information when you're entering in. We're, we're looking for these no, keywords. No, it's simply uh, your database is now going to be connected to Correct. Carfax. That's all it is. Correct. So there's no guidelines from them of nope. writing things a certain no, way. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because, one of the, again, one of those things we've never really talked about and why a lot of you, when you'll go look at a Carfax for a car, you will only see certain things that are reported. In some cases, all you see is registration and emission stuff because that provider that's been working on that car and if it's by the way which there's nothing wrong with we've never we've never badmouthed this we've never said you can't in fact a lot of you myself included do your own services that's fine mm-hmm. that's never going to carfax so while a vehicle may have been maintained meticulously you buy a vehicle from me by the way one of my personal vehicles it's going to show registrations emissions tests Nothing else. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not reporting to Carfax. Doesn't mean the car's not maintained. It's just never going to show up there because I yep. personally can't and have no ability to report to Carfax. Right. Make sense? Yep. And to my knowledge, I don't. Anyways, is there something that I is out there know. I don't know I about? Do know, but well, as a as an owner of a vehicle, you can register with Carfax to get information sent to you. There might can I be a way. Maintenance? I don't know. I've, I've never, never looked, looked in. Never looked into it, oh, so maybe there's us. some stuff that you can do to enter your own services. It would be interesting to find out. So either way, Carfax is a great tool, right? It's a great it's one of the tools in the toolbox. One of the tools in the toolbox doesn't take care of everything. That's we right. also have to recognize right. the the percentage of error, if you will. That's right. Right. It's, it's why I've on this show always talked about how, to Jeff's point, it's a tool. Carfax isn't a car Bible. It doesn't have any way of knowing everything that's been done to a vehicle. In fact, there's a lot of times even some collision work. If, if somebody just went and wrote a check for a, a collision that happened, and it's a, it's a minor type you know, collision, and they didn't turn into the insurance company, they want to save deductibles, or they have a high deductible anyways, or they want to keep the rebate check from Paul, our insurance agent, which American National does a rebate uh, you know, with no claims. There's all sorts of things that can happen where that may never get turned into Carfax. Mm-hmm. Not Carfax's fault, but Carfax will in, will sort of insinuate to a lot of you that they're sort of the Bible. They know everything about every car. No, they don't. So it was a great, uh, you know, it's like a great said, idea. It's a great idea, yeah. and I think I would say it probably spurned from the idea that dealerships kept your your records of your vehicle, right? And while the car was under warranty, they could typically look at the nationwide That's right. history of the vehicle when it went to dealerships. That's right. You know, when it was when it was warranty work, customer pay stuff probably didn't show up between dealerships because that's not how their database typically worked. That's right. But that was only something available when you went to a dealership while your car was under warranty. So right. for that, for a person, a company, to come up with an idea of having Good for a them. way to have yep. reporting go beyond that, yep. I think is great. I agree. All right, folks, that is it for hour number one. Two more hours coming your way. Questions? We've got lines open. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio. We'll be right back. KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. 
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.